Ladies and gentlemen, punters of all ages, welcome back to the Mock Racing Club podcast. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and I'm joined, as always, fellow founding member, AFL tipster extraordinaire, oh. TMRC owner, Nick Highland. How are we? Very good. Feeling pretty good after that first multi getting up in the AFL, which punters is on our Instagram. If you follow our tips for the AFL, I'm sure you will not be unhappy with the way we have gone first one getting up the $2.50 safe multi getting up so very good start to the AFL round and I'm sure there is much more to come yes getting ready to launch into the AFL season going to be a big one hopefully a lot of money to be made so uh we discussed last week on the podcast that we were in a bit of a slump four weeks without a profit and that has been Changed with uh, your almighty tip of one crone last week, Nick. Plenty of profit, yeah. thanks to that. Went well, went well. Tipped at $20 on the podcast last week. The group one winner being crone, and I'm pretty proud of it, to be honest. It's a pretty good tip, and it's not very often I back a horse that pays out $20. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, for sure. You would be. You would be. But um, more news coming out of that uh, the day, the Coolmore, but we also move over to the All-Star Mile. How did you find it? Oh, well, other than the fact... So I couldn't, I didn't actually watch the race. I was busy at the time, so I didn't get to watch it live. And it took me a couple of days to watch it. And I, um, as you guys would have known from the podcast, I backed, backed Sir Dragon A. and from the um, boys that in our group chat and other things saying, oh, it was a soft track and Dragon Age couldn't get it done. I think it's time to not look at him again. And then I go back and watch the race and the, the track looked like a genuine heavy, heavy nine, heavy 10, genuine. Don't know how they listed it as a soft, soft track. What do you think about it, mate? think it uh certainly wasn't a soft it was heavy eight at worst could have been heavy nine could have been heavy 10 but it was definitely heavy it wasn't soft it wasn't soft whatsoever yeah I didn't and that really so, no. uh that, that it changed the whole landscape of the race played right into mugger two's favors and eventual winner mugger two loves the slot so um he just ended up trotting it in russian camelot was a surprise to me unfortunately rest in peace but you know he hasn't died he's off to the studs yeah, very, very disappointed with that. Uh, very disappointed horses. with that. But uh, might, yeah, might look for a stake in one of his um, one of his offsprings. That I would be like. very expensive, but very much worth it, I reckon. But uh, but yeah, Russian Camelot surprisingly ran a uh, very close to the winner there. Uh, Behemoth ran really well, and then uh, Luna Fox tired of that horse. Please, can you uh go back to being a no namer that runs around the track? Ran a nice fourth there. But uh, other than that, took uh, Sir Dragon A out of the race, I believe. Took, definitely took Probabil out of the race. Probabil finished almost last. Can, like, can barely go on didn't a soft run. Didn't give much there. Yeah, di- didn't give a lot, but ca- loves the good track. Can get it done slightly if she gets a perfect run on soft. Can't get it done on heavy. Like, they, they did say if the, it was going to be a heavy track, they probably were going to scratch it, but it didn't get da- um, downgraded, so they didn't scratch it. Uh, other than that, yeah, it really changed the landscape of the whole race. I think the 
the track workers got it wrong there. They needed to downgrade it to a uh, heavy because it definitely wasn't soft. Very, very correct there. Let's get straight into the Rose Hill Rundown, mate. Get straight into Lovely it and crack stuff. it. Okay, we'll head straight into the track report. We were debating whether or not Mooney Valley was a soft or a heavy. One thing's for certain, though, uh, Rose Hill is going to be an absolute bog come race day on Saturday. Uh, going to be heavy 10. Uh, hearing very strong rumblings that the race might even be postponed. It's that bad. Torrential downpour forecasted all the way through to next week. It's uh, It'll be really incredible to see if the tra- um, the Golden Slipper Day gets postponed. It's incredible. Five group, group one races to be won on uh, Saturday. And it's just, it's an incredible day. It's one of the biggest days on the racing calendar. And so we're looking forward to it, Nick. But uh, one, one thing to actually take note of if they do end up running 25 kilometer an hour plus wins going to be behind mm-hmm. them in the straight going to be a nice little tailwind. So those horses, despite the bog, are going to be running nice and fast coming towards the line. It's going to certainly speed them up. So uh, going to be real interesting. So leaders could be absolutely lethal come race day if they run. But uh, we're going to get stuck straight into the tips because just in case the meet goes ahead. And we'll start with race one. Cracking race to get it started. Moderately paced, listed race. Hollyfield and Bella Nipotina will roll forward here. Isotope and Prague will be the ones to settle behind the leaders. Uh, Isotope, talented horse that are uh, undefeated in the wet. Uh, should have won the Magic Millions, many people say, but lost its jockey, of course. Back here, ready to redeem itself. Uh, but the 10th barrier scares me, if I'm being honest. Scares me, definitely. Similarly, Private Eye, horse that I'd normally be on. You've heard me back Private Eye many times on the podcast. It's going for five straight, and I've ridden him every time he's won in those last four. But again, first barrier here scares me. Don't think it's going to be one that he's going to like, but he is three from four on wet tracks, so he deserves to be the favorite here. Prague was excellent in the new market, as was Doubtland in the Coolmore Stud Stakes, coming fourth behind the likes of Swats that in September run. Hence, I'm going to take a play on Doubtland here. Three from three in the wet. Tick. J-Mac on board. Tick. Up to the distance. Tick. I think he'll be real hard to hold out here. $5 to win and $1.85 to place is going to be an excellent bet to have to start your day. Nick, do you agree? Um, I, I don't. I don't. I've got someone else here. But um, I've had a good look through this one. Um, Private Eye, for me, although having the wins just doesn't make me confident with the form he has. Like, some of the horses he's beaten... Like, definitely good horses, but not as good as... He's definitely up in class in this race, I think. With, like, last last start, I think he beat Starla or something. Like, Starla's not not the best horse. Definitely one of our favourite horses, but not one That's of the best sure. horses. Um, Isotope, another one of our favourite horses, or definitely one of mine. Um, but I want to see how he reacts to the heavy track a little bit, and it will be for Saturday, so I'm not sure if I'll... Good look at Prague. I definitely think it deserves to be up there. But my tip for this race is Andermatt. Um, Rachel King on board, and I really like how she goes about it in the wet. That's a real big bonus, I think. Um, Andermatt hasn't been out of the placings in his first four starts, and I reckon he'll be in here again. Two starts on the heavy track with a win in the second place by just over half a length at $7.50 and $2.40. That's my tip for race one. 
we'll get on to race Love two here stuff. at the 2,400 meters. Uh, Fast-paced race here. Sacramento should lead and looks to lead the whole way. Hopefully with that leader's bias, like you said, possibly with the crosswind coming through on the straight, it could be good race for Sacramento. Uh, Skymax, Quick thin, Thinker, and Hush Rider should settle behind Sacramento. Favorite Moon, Collide, Dadzoo Dart, and Cat. Cat Fever in the midfield with Salino, Roma Flowers, Raheen House out the back. So, yeah, Sano is a good horse that has been very good lately in the starts with three wins from five starts is prep and no starts out of the placings. Obviously, a reason why it's short priced as it is the form speaks for itself. Not sure how she will react in the wet with her only start on a heavy track was in a previous prep. So you can excuse not having a win there because coming into her new prep this start, she has been a different horse for sure. I personally am not going to get on it, however. Um, she's been performing really well and all, but I just it's too short for me, so I won't be getting on it. Collide back from a spell two weeks ago, finishing third behind Sacramento and Mount Popper. However, I do like Collide up here at 2,400 metres. just suits the distance a bit better. Just another horse I'm not too sure will go in the wet. Uh, Quick Thunder, great horse here. Had a, has a good record in the wet with the place on a heavy nine behind Probabil and Funstar, who are two of the best horses going around at the moment. D-Lane on board up here, and I reckon he has the ability to get it done and will be my tip for the race at $11 and $3.30 each way odds. Well, Nick, I'll back you in there, but uh, I think... He reads real well, like you explained. But I'll be backing Quick Thinker, not Quick Thunder, as the horse is actually named. But uh, <laughs> uh, as you said, loves the wet, loves the distance, and loves the track, and has run behind Probabil. So uh, it's a great price tag to have. I'll be on Quick Thinker each way as well. Good man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Quick Thinker, mate. Oh, it's it's the spell check. I've done well here. <laughs> All right. We'll go to race three here. 1,200 metres. Group three racing. Moderate pace. Plenty of horses go forward. Witten Beauty. I am eloquent. Volpine. Every rose and emanate will be towards the front. Volpine is a horse that should be around the line as she always is in the wet. Being in the money five from ten times and only a few lengths off the other, um, a few lengths off the other five times. Emanate is an explosive type that who could really trot it in here as he relishes the wet weather and with a heavy liking for Rose Hill. The only thing going against it is the 11th barrier, which makes me a little worried. But uh, Written Beauty, also a straight-up letdown last time out, but could easily bounce back here. Just not sure how she will fare in an absolute bog. I think I might take Emanate here, but I, it won't be my only play. I'll be taking Emanate and Volpine in a top-four same-race multi as well as well as lashes for a small each-way bet. I think he's a rough chance that he's been out, put majorly over the odds here, but my main bet will be Emanate. Um, Volpine for me, like the way it goes about it, came first last start and second behind Andermatt before that, so it will be my tip for race three at $9 and $2.90 each way. Race four, first group one. And it's a... It's a two-horse race here. I think we can both agree. Um, m- mapping, we've got 
Adib should lead. Prince of Fawaz should push the pace as well. Master of Wine and Very Elegant should be behind that. I expect J-Mac won't get too far behind with Elegant. And Nito Year in the back. Um, Adib or Very very Elegant, that's the question. Not a good race to bet on here, punters, as there is no value in the race whatsoever. Now, two class, two class horses battling against each other, playing paying close to two dollars there's no way to go about it but it'll be a for me class horse not much more needs to be said at a dollar 95 but i wouldn't be getting any money on that guys yeah you're right a two horse race certainly not a race to be putting any bonus bets on that's for sure you wouldn't be getting much back but um i'll be taking the other one you went a i'll be going very elegant always has my money won't be changing here very elegant for me okay cool we move on to race five, two kilometers, 2,000 meters. Moderate pace, Kobe Star and here to shock being the leaders. Luna Fox runs around again here, and I'm quite tired of this horse. $300 winner of the Australian Guineas. Then, to be fair, I'll give it to her. Excellent fourth in the wet at All-Star Mile. He's finally become a horse that you can respect a bet on, but I'm just not a fan. If you want value, I'd be taking Quay Quay. Enjoys the wet at $18, and each way bet wouldn't go amiss. Neither would a bet on Skylab, who I believe is the best roughy chance within the race. Doesn't mind the wet at all, and the only thing that had him come undone in the last run was a poor jockey ride. If Damian Lane steers him right, he can certainly get it done at $14 to win and $3.70 to place. However, you'd really want to be with Mwanga here after that incredible finish in the Randwick Guineas. Uh, the pace that... Um, he showed in the final straight was just electric. If you go back and watch the replay, you'll see him getting trapped and trapped and trapped 400 metres out. Pops out with 150 to go and steams home to only lose by just a small margin. So if it repeats that sort of run, you, you want to be on Mwanga. So if I was a staking man, I'd be going multiple units to win on Mwanga, half a unit each way on Skylab and then a unit on the on the two of them in a top four same race multi. But that's if you like to stick to a really big staking plan. Just uh, make sure you uh, stake accordingly there. Main bet on Mwanga, small each way on Skylab, and then uh, another small play on the top four, same race multi. Nick, what are you thinking? I agree. Mwanga for me. Um, really liked this race two weeks back, like you said, and deserves another go for me here at $2.70. Um, yeah, short price, but it look, looks pretty good to me. Race 6, 1,500 metres, moderate pace. Samadiat and Dreamforce should lead, followed by Funstar and Colding. Avilius out the back and the rest settling behind the pace. Keeping it simple, real simple here. Giving Funstar one more chance here. Had money on him a couple of times and he hasn't got it done in the last two starts. So I'm going to give him one more chance here. Money has to stay on him. Um, so yeah, at $3.90, you'll, I'll give it to him here. Last one, last chance. Yeah, that's for sure. Think Funstar majorly under the odds there. But um, I'm going to keep it short. Follow your example. Loves the wet. Loves Rose Hill. $5. Avilius is going to be an excellent bet to have here. I think can get it done for sure. And uh, we'll skip over race seven because that's the big one. The golden slipper. Uh, We'll discuss that very much so come the great tip off. But uh, Nick, can you take us into race eight, please? Yep, 1,100 metres. Real quick race here, and it's pretty hard to map, to be honest. I had some difficulty with it. Uh, The Odyssey should get up there with Eduardo. 
Um, Jungle Edge, Tolua, Fabagino should push forward. Fiesta and Dirty work down the back, and the rest should settle in the mids. It's going to be quick again here for me. Tolua, great horse, highly respected. Stay with it, I reckon. Four dollars twenty. It's not. It's not a bad price for it. So Tolua for me. Fair enough. Straight to the point for me. If you've listened to the last couple of weeks, you should know who I'm on. Jungle Edge. Loves the bog. Can't wait to see him finally run in a bog again. If this race goes ahead and it hasn't already been abandoned, Jungle Edge comes into it very much so. So uh, can't wait. Been way too long since I've seen my favourite wet tracker run in the wet. Uh, I believe he's at $6.50 to win and $2 forward at a place now. Easily an each-way bet. The best each-way bet that you'd take all day. So uh, Jungle Edge for me. And we'll go into the last race of the day, 1,900 metres. Moderately paced and a huge field. Missy Beal and Miss Siska will be the ones to let most likely lead. She's ideal, could definitely win. I'm just not a fan, especially when she continues to be the favourite and continues to lose. Outback Diva is a horse that is always consistent and at $15 to win, I could certainly respect an each-way bet on her. Polly Gray, elite wet tracker who just loves the slop, so I wouldn't be talking you out of a bet on her. But in tribute of your winning tip last week and the retiring of his brother, Russian Camelot, I'll be on Welsh legend. Doesn't mind the wet whatsoever and loves to run at Rose Hill. $4.80 to win will be a pretty price tag for the consistent mare. Nick, what do you think? Yeah, fair enough. Tips Welsh legend as well in race one. Last week, punters that also got up at around the $6 mark, I think. $6.50, I think it was. Um, But for my tip this week, it'll be, like you said, you said you respected a bet on on her, and it's going to be Outback Diva for me at $15 and $4.60. It's just a, a good horse in the in the wet, and I'm going to give it a chance here again. Yeah. Apprentice Jockey on board is the only thing that I'm a little bit worried about, but yeah, it should be okay. Yes, lovely stuff. That's the Rose Hill Rundown. Make sure to check out the Instagram for any quaddies, multis, or late bets that uh, we put out. If the meet does go ahead, there might be a slight chance that we're in attendance of the getting a last chance ticket because of slight you chance. know it hasn't really slight chance, very very slight chance because it hasn't sold out yet purely because people are holding off on buying the tickets because it might get scratched. But uh, yeah, as soon as it's announced that it's going ahead, a minuscule chance that the TMRC might be grabbing one of those last second tickets, but uh, not likely, very slight. But if that's the case. Make sure to stick close to our socials as we will be updating you every race. Tips from the yard. But uh, we'll get stuck into the great tip-off. Brought to you, as always, by our good friends at Inside Feed. They're looking for riders. So if you know your sport, you know your racing, or you just love a good bit of banter about uh, anything sport-related, send a DM or send an email to them. Let them know you're interested. They're looking for great people just to join their brand. Really get in on the ground floor. They could be the next Fox Sports for all we know. I really love their content. That's why we got on board with them from early. Uh, I I write articles for them every week, the TMRC Saturday Shakedown. But, of course, you already know that because I bet you read them every week, don't you guys? But, uh, yeah, if you're interested, send them your info. They'll get back to you. And hopefully maybe you can also get on board with one of the most up-and-coming sports brands around. All right, we'll get stuck straight into it. We'll get the uh, one that doesn't really matter that much out of the way. Over in Ascot, the Gimrax 
the sorry, the Gim Crack Stakes, eleven hundred meters. Nick, who are you thinking for this one and why? Ooh, it's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Policier here at seven dollars and two dollars forty each. Two dollars forty-five, sorry, each way. Um, not really much here because I don't know too much about Ascot horses and stuff. So I've, it's just going purely based off some form that I'm reading as well, and I've picked it pretty much on the spot to be honest. Um, likes it's one at the eleven hundred before, so that'll be my tip, I guess. Seven dollars, two dollars forty-five. Policier and Ascot. Yes, fair enough. Yeah, we're punters. We're just gonna let you know we're definitely not Ascot experts. That's why normally there's only one race every week from Ascot. We just try and take a punt on one race because our whole new world over there. It's just a full list of horses that you, we've palace. never even heard of. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to take number four, Liwa. I believe you'll get a price around $12 to win, $3.70 place each way. Like that price for a horse that um really caught my eye when I was watching her replays and reading her form. Uh, proved that uh can get it done last time out. Got the win at big odds. So um I think if she can uh, improve on that or even just replicate that, I think she'll get the best of these horses here. And at that price, why wouldn't you take a cheeky punt on Lewa? So that's our tips for Ascot. Now we'll get stuck into it. Mornington Cup. Nick, who have you got and why? I should know who I'm on because this is a horse that I've given every chance in the last seven starts and it's only had a one win for me, so I can't get off it now. Aussie Nugget. Aussie Nugget. <laughs> With Jai McNeil on board, um, didn't mind its run in the Canberra Cup. I thought it could have done a little bit better. That's for sure. The worst run I've seen it. That's for sure. So it's going to be my tip at eleven dollars, three dollars thirty, and it's probably going to be the last chance as well for this horse that I will be backing. Love your stuff. We love Aussie Nugget. We also love the uh, the horse that it was surely uh, not the horse, the guy it was surely named after. Surely it was named after Nathan Fox. Shout out to you, my friend. But um, he will not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's sixteen. For all your <laughs> he's not listening to a punting podcast. But um, the big uh big Prem's debut for East Coast Eagles on the weekend though for uh, Nathan Fox. Good luck in won't that, mate. Not. Won't be right. I won't be playing with the wet. But uh, good luck for your <laughs> Prem's future. Um. I'll be taking Defibrillate. Love the horse. Love the way it goes about it. Um, every time I jumped off it, it won. When I just thought the run would come to an end. And the run just never came to an end until I got on it again. And then it didn't run as well in the Australian Cup. But um, it can definitely bounce back here. A six in the Australian Cup isn't terrible. Isn't terrible whatsoever. Especially since it was only 1.7 lengths off the winner. So at $7 to win and $2.35 to place, Defibrillate is an excellent, 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 excellent each-way bet to have here for the Mornington Cup. Now, I want to hear your thoughts, Nick, for...
the goal. Exercise ball. I'm mean, going to give him a chance here. Gate eight. I think it'll get the run of the race here. And O President one win on the heavy track. So that'll be my tip. O President for the slipper. Lovely stuff. I'm just going to give a couple. I did a bit of research into this race with the weather plus the uh, tailwind. I believe. In this race, you lead, you win. Or if you've got to be in the top your top group. If you're not leading, you've got to be right behind them. Otherwise, I don't think you have a chance here because these horses are just going to go so fast, you're not going to be able to catch them from the back here. So and we ta- what's interesting about this, a lot of these horses have seen N1 in soft conditions, but not many of them have seen heavy conditions. Only two of them have seen heavy conditions. And that would be your bet, Nicholas, O president. Yep. And my tip, four moves ahead. They have both seen heavy conditions. They have both won in heavy conditions. And they both like to lead hard from the front. So come time the horses cross the finish, these two could definitely be nose to nose. I won't go without saying that stay inside, I have a bet on it myself. If you followed our futures with play-up odds that we uh, released a couple of weeks ago when we became affiliated with them, I backed stay inside in at the futures rate of $9. And I think stay inside is just about the third best horse you could go. If you're ranking them like top three um, horses to have a bet on in this race, it would be O President, four moves ahead, and stay inside. Tommy Berry loves it. It also loves the wet because it's one in soft. Um, it's flying at the moment in practice. Its lead-up run was fantastic. All signs are pointing to a big run for stay inside. So if you back it, I'll support you 100%. I backed it about a month ago. So uh, if if it comes up um, a winner, we will be putting it on the Instagram as a winner at the $9 odds. But my tip for the tip-off and for the race is going to be four moves ahead because I just think that the way that it leads is going to really come into this. Nash for cash on four moves ahead. And if you're if you're a betting man, I'd whack $5 on an O president and four moves ahead, Quinella. If not that, same race multi, because I just think the track bias could really come into play here. Fair enough. But, Good uh, call. Yeah. Uh, anything else to mention really would be Profiteer. $3.60 favorite. Could definitely get it done. Not sure, though, how it will go in an absolute bog. Has won in soft, but for a lot of these horses that have won in soft, they've never seen heavy, let alone underwater heavy. So going to be interesting. Would would respect a bet on it, and plus points bet has to come first or second for $4 odds uh, promotion. You could probably get on that, I reckon. Also... Profiteer and Animo to both come top three on tab, $5 odds. I reckon that's a great bet as well. But other than that, out of this race, I, I wouldn't be betting on too many horses like because you'd be spreading yourself too thin. And really, with the weather the way it is, 
anything could happen. But from the research and analysis that I've done, confident that it's going to be a leader's race. And it'll probably be one of the four horses that we've mentioned in detail that takes it out. Anything else to add, Nick, before we move on? Um, no, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. O-President is going to be well-backed, I think, and so is um, four moves ahead as you as I tipped it at $20 and now it's down to 12 already and it's not even race day, so it's going to come down. So if you want to get it on early, if the race is on, it should should be a good bet each way. That's what I say. That's all I have to say about it. And yeah. Yep. Yep, fair enough. Okay, well, that was the great tip-off brought to you, as always, by Inside Feed. Before we sign off completely for the day, Nick, one bet and why? Okay, this is a two-parter for my one bet. It's going to be race eight in Mornington, number one, Ancestry. Got up for me last best bet, and you should have been happy with that, punters. The $3.40 horse being paid out. But he might be running in on Friday night at Mooney Valley in race seven, I think. Yeah, yeah I the think big race. race. Oh, by the way, punters, that's not my best at for the day on Saturday. But my tip for that race is Ancestry. I think Ancestry will get the uh, the best of the likes yeah, of September so and that. Depending depending on which race it runs, it'll be my best bet of the of the weekend. Yeah. I reckon it wins no matter where it runs. That's Wherever it runs, it's going to win, I think. And yeah. But I do love a bit of September run, but I think... Not sure how it'll go, but yeah. Ancestry, best of the weekend, wherever it runs. Have a look at it. Um, that's my, That's for me. If I could have one bet all day, Jungle Edge. Fair. Love it too much. Love and it. it's going to be a bog. It's going to be underwater. It's, it's not... Not very often you see a horse that actually uh, waits for this one in a thousand days where you get a bog like this, but uh, it's looking good. It's looking good for a jungle edge to uh, get a win. It's uh, had uh, 87 career starts for only 18 wins, and I would love its 88th career start to be its 19th win. So, uh, yes, jungle edge for me, ancestry for Nick. Anything else to say to the punters before we sign off, Nick? Uh, just good luck for the weekend. Hopefully we can get some racing on the tracks for Saturday at Rose Hill. It's not looking great, to be honest, but um, we're hoping for it. And we're hoping we can hopefully slip in there and get a cheeky ticket to go watch and give some yard tips like we did the other week. Um, just good luck for the weekend, everyone. And if you want to get on our AFL tips and NRL as well, but we're, I'm mostly better at AFL obviously so AFL tips on the Instagram you can look at them our first one got up tonight so just check it out if you want to get some more money I guess so yep anything else you want to say add on to that that's exactly what I was going to say at the Mock Racing Club on Instagram the TMFC and TMRLC tips are Nico and I are in charge of the TMFC tips um, Nick takes charge on them, but I also have every input into every tip, and I also suggest a few. TMRLC is run predominantly by our friend Harry, who is an absolute expert at the NRL, and uh, we also have a group chat of dedicated punters that are on hand for any uh, bets that they might suggest or any 
you know, advice that we need to get on them. So uh, that's the, the team behind the The mock will not have tips. any input. Do not worry. Yeah, don't worry. The mock doesn't get any input, but just full <laughs> transparency. That is the team that are behind our sports tips. Racing tips just come from us, but sports tips, we've got a big group behind them to make sure that we are bringing you the very, very best tips every week. So uh, other than that, I'll just say good luck to you guys. Hopefully we get some racing in and we'll see you next week.